A Trail of Breadcrumbs, a Tin Man Fic, written by Untangled Now, read by Dr. Fumbles McStupid. Summary. Some things are still too big to stay in his head for long. They rattle free and crash around without any trouble at all. Glitch is getting better at this. At least he thinks he is. People tell him he's getting better, though he can't remember which people, or if they're trustworthy. He's going to choose to believe that they are, and that he is. Having people around helps, and there are more people around now, people willing to pick up the threads of conversation and hang on to them if he should drop them, and he still does a lot, but it's getting easier to slot the broken pieces together, if there hasn't been too much time or too many distracted things between the pieces. He's very proud of this, in the moments when he remembers to be. Some things are still too big to stay in his head for long. They rattle free and crash around without any trouble at all, making a mess wherever they go which is very frustrating. It's not perfect, but he no longer feels like he might float free anymore, set adrift in a series of snapshot moments, with the lingering suspicion that they're never quite in the right order. Not even when he finds himself at the edge of the hedge maze, with grass all over his feet, and leaves in his hair, and he's laughing at something he doesn't remember, mouth strangely warm and numb. He can't remember if he should wait or go somewhere else. He doesn't remember if he was alone or with someone. But he can hear noise, people, and so he drifts in that direction, a slow meandering sort of walk, just in case he was waiting for someone, so they can catch up. The noise and people turns out to be a very fancy party, fancy enough that he briefly wonders if they'll object to his grassy feet and leafy hair, but then Deejee appears out of the throng of glitter, like a smiling silver raindrop. She laughs and pats his hair, and he doesn't need to remember anything for a while. The balconies are high, and the winds snag at his coat and hair. He's not entirely sure why he's there, but then the sky erupts in color, dark and then bright, dark and then bright and loud. Fireworks, and he once knew exactly how to make them, the exact measures of chemicals and metals and enthusiasm to make them perfect. Glitch is fascinated for a long time. He knows because his fingers and toes are numb by the time he remembers them. Kane has one of his hands pressed between his own and Glitch can't remember for the life of him whether he's been watching the sky go bright and colorful with him, or whether he's just arrived. All he knows for certain is that Cain is warm, and he's muttering soft, affectionate things, which make Glitch want to stay quiet and listen, instead of tangling it all up with words and confusion. Even Cain's frustration and amusement is a warm, familiar sort that he's gotten used to. It's cold at the top of the castle, and Cain follows him, listens to him talk, Though Glitch forgets what he's saying the moment he runs out of breath, Kane steals his red licorice. Where did he get that? And hands him a glass of something which bubbles enthusiastically, and tastes both fascinating and horribly dubious at the same time. Kane has one of his own, its appearance magical and confusing in the way things tend to be when Glitch stops concentrating. Kane clunks their glasses together, a rhyming note which seems oddly important, though he can't grasp why. Not too much, Kane says and stops Glitch from tipping the glass high. He's probably right, because the fact that alcohol impairs brain function seems like it would be of special concern, since he doesn't have much function to begin with. He's going to mention that, or possibly recite a song he once heard about drunken sailors. He isn't exactly certain. Only Kane tugs at his cold hands, and pulls him in, kisses him to stop him from talking, and Glitch has a dizzy moment of surprised delight, thoughts running in a thousand directions, even as his mouth ignores them all and kisses Kane back. Kane does it very well, and he seems to know exactly how Glitch likes it, even when Glitch himself doesn't, 
and he knows, instantly, that this is one of those big things that rolls and rolls in his head, but never catches, because there's just too much attached to it, too much to hold on to, so Glitch digs his fingers hard into Kane's coat and kisses him until they don't need to think anymore.